For our chamber update this evening, I'm joined by the ever-lovely Sharon Stain. She's the CEO of the Northern Cape Chamber of Commerce and Industry. And of course, it's been quite the busy start to the year for the chamber, battling water cuts or water interruptions in the Kimberley area. Sharon, thank you so much for joining us on the Business Hour. Happy 2024 to you. Tell us, how long has Kimberley been experiencing intermittent water constraints? Because I would swear we've spoken about these even two years ago. Thank you and thank you to all the listeners and Happy New Year to everybody. And let's hope that 2024 is going to be a much better year. Yes, on the water, you're a little bit out. We basically, it's almost four years that we've been battling with water situations. Sure. That goes now, crises, lockdowns, shutdowns, whatever they want to call them these days. They all got different names. So yes, we've been sitting for a while with the situation in Kimberley. Have you been told what is the actual cause of these interruptions, if we could call them that broadly speaking? Is there a very single issue or is it a whole host of issues or do you not know it at this stage? Um, at this particular moment, I'm not going to go into full detail. We have quite a bit of background and we know, if I can put it as such, and we see what is going on. Mm-hmm. We have a workshop in this week for two days. So after that, I will be able to give much more info as to what they are saying and what is coming out of for the presentation from the Soplaiki and the other people that would be doing presentations. But I want to say from business side, what we are picking up It is plain, straight negligence. Sorry, that is the fact. They are not doing what they are supposed to be doing. There is no clear communication to the residents, to business. They go and put out duplicate communications when they put it out. I don't know if they think we don't read or what it is, but it's it's basically sometimes copy and paste of matters that they are putting down. With the fantastic rains that we've been having now and we've been so blessed with, our dams should be full. And yet we are still having cuts, water cuts. Mm. That does not make logical sense to me. Over the December period, Kimberley, normally, if you want to find your friends, go to Mossel Bay. So Kimberley goes on holiday. So the water should have been cut by less than half. So why are the reservoirs got no water in them? That, to me, is very problematic and makes a person wonder why. So somewhere there information has been kept. The pipes, the leakages, we have been reporting for, I can't tell you, I think six months plus. At one stage, they told us the leaks aren't important. That's not where the problem is. The problem is lying at Riverton and at Newton, which I fully agree with. That is where our problems are. But the leaks are a major problem as well. But they didn't seem to be taking them seriously. Now, all of a sudden, they seem to be taking them seriously and they are concentrating on leaks. But you can't concentrate on leaks if you are not concentrating on where the main focus is, which has been your Riverton and your Newton Reservoir. So why is the water not going into the reservoirs? Yes, it's because of the leaks. But they go and they fix the leaks. And then in two weeks' time, we have another daily shutdown, nightly shutdown. And then they're fixing exactly the same pipes again. It does not make sense. Mm. It's just not making sense. So somewhere, something is not right. I'm not saying that they are incompetent, that they don't know what they're doing, not at all. I think they've got some excellent engineers that are there. But I'm just thinking it's a question of, are they doing the work the way that they should be doing it? Is it not a question of they don't have somebody there when they are busy? You need to always have somebody in control to make sure that what you're doing is being done correctly. So I do have a question on that. I also want to know, is the engineer on site? when they have these issues. It's no good taking, and and this is where I have, I really take pity with the Soplaiki employees. You know, they all go out and they do the work. They are qualified to a point. 
you need to have a qualified engineer or whatever on duty with them. Now, they are just told, okay, here's a burst pipe. This is what you have to do. I've been there plenty of times and I stand there and I watch them. Then you see they don't know what to do, but they've got nobody to assist them. Who gets crucified? The poor guys that are actually fixing the burst pipes or whatever, but they don't have the officials with them. So that, to me, is one of the biggest problems at Salt Lake. It's the OFM Business Hour, and I'm speaking to Sharon Stain, the CEO of the Northern Cape Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Tell us, what is the impact of these water constraints on local businesses? I saw in some of the uh, newspaper articles or in some of the online articles, there was mention of one or two businesses closing down as a result of it and other, you know, systemic issues. Remember, every time there's no water, it's not necessary always that a business has to close down but if you go and you take your hairdressers your dog parlors your the people that make food any business in actual fact mm. small businesses especially so like he's not telling us when they're switching off anymore i mean you'll go and get a message and they say okay they're switching off but then just all of a sudden there's no water like again today i'm following now i'm getting messages from all over cbd doesn't have water this no correspondence has been sent out you can't get hold of anybody to tell you. Now, you've got businesses that have clients that are booked. Now, all of a sudden, there's no water. So they've got to tell those clients to leave, or they've got to try and find judger tanks or try and find water. Where do you find water so fast? And you've got clients. You've got to keep to your schedule with your clients. So that is devastating for any small business, even a big business. Businesses run by diaries. They run by time. You have got your appointments, and if you can't stick to your appointments and you go over, people get upset and then they leave. I don't want to mention names because they don't want their names mentioned, Mm -hmm. but there are two or three businesses that the one is already closed, and then there's two or three others that are also considering exactly the same because they then have to cut their staff. And the one business said to me the other day, which I found extremely interesting, she says, remember, the minute there's no water, you have a JoJo tank, yes, but now your staff go to the bathrooms. So the staff are going to the bathrooms. If you go normally five minutes, you're now going to be there 10 minutes or 20 minutes because when you flush, you've got to now fill the the toilet up for the next person to come in. So you actually in the bathroom, sorry, let's say for 10 minutes instead of five minutes. Then your Jojo tanks are now going down. So you've got to get your staff or your drivers to go and get water to fill your Jojo tanks. So they out for an hour, hour of your day. So that is business out of the day, riding around to get water, which is supposed to be supplied by our municipality. The Business Hour with Oli Bocheng on OFM, the sound of your life.